0: episode 304 spider-man far from home movie review welcome to level seven a podcast about marvel's agents of shield and the marvel cinematic universe
1: it's a magical place
0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Welcome to Level 7, which is a podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And we may have started with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but that has expanded out into the movies and, and, and all the different stuff. And we're here to talk about a movie, the post-credit scene from Avengers Endgame that is Spider-Man Far From Home. And I'm here with Agent Stewart.
1: Agent
2: Stewart, Hello.
0: And Agent Samantha.
2: Hello. I'm so excited to talk about this movie.
0: So here we are, the three of us, together again. Um, it's been a little while since it's been the three of us. And uh, based on the recording schedule that we've taken, that it's a little bit timey-wimey, but uh, it's going to be a little while before we're all three together again. But um, but it's all part of a grand plan that we're making up as we go along. Yes. Oh, okay. yes. Yes. The plan is to do it to record as, as long
1: as it's done.
0: Yeah. Then we follow the plan. Yep. There we go. Uh Yeah. But before we do, this actually is probably as good an episode as any to talk about the news that just got released. And mm. as I said, timey wimey stuff is happening here. We are recording this on the day that this news came out. We have a couple episodes we recorded before this news came out that are going to come out after this episode. Doesn't matter. Um, let's talk about this news right now, and that is that season seven of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is officially going to be the final season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: Raise your hand if you're surprised. No, no, no one, Wheeler, no one raised their hand Yeah,
0: I don't know. I can't see. if. Uh, did you raise your <laughs> hand, Samantha?
1: No, I did not.
0: OK, I, I didn't did, either.
1: <laughs> I, I didn't either. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, this is this is sad, obviously. Don't get me wrong. But I kind of expected it. We kind of expected it last year when they gave us two more seasons. So, yay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, this we didn't expect two more seasons. You know, I mean, we got extra. We got 26 extra episodes. And so the other interesting and,
1: and let's relish in that.
0: Yeah. 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 So the other interesting thing that came along with this was the revelation that, yes, season seven is 13 episodes like season six and it's next summer. That that was a surprise. I, I was thinking that it might be in the winter, that it might be a, a January release. Um, but no, it's it's summer. It's it's going to be just like this this season was.
2: Well, from what I read from the article that you guys shared, um, Agents of Shield has been doing really well in the eight o'clock time slot on
0: Fridays. Yes, it has. So, yes,
2: yeah, so that's probably why they want to keep it there.
0: Yeah, it's it's been doing really well, and. You know, yeah, don't break it if it's not broken. Wait, don't fix it if it's not broken. Also, don't break it if it's not broken. That's also a thing to not do. Yes. But yeah. So and if you break a cliche, then just keep repeating it and
2: and call uh, yourself Ben Avery.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. So keep repeating it and figure out why it is not wrong. That's what you do. Just do it with confidence, like (laughs) like Daniel Butcher (laughs) with uh, with Star Wars names. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> do it with confidence
0: you yep. can say anything as long as you say it with confidence exactly. so
1: my my question in all of this is i wonder first off does it even matter that they're not lining up with the movies anymore i don't think so but if it's going to be a summer release and they haven't announced any movies like we don't know what's coming after after far from home you know what i mean. As far as movies go, we have ideas of what's in production or whatever. We don't have a summer movie for next year.
0: We do have release dates though.
1: We know they're going to release something, but I'm wondering what, (laughs) That that's really what this, this leads me to. What are they going to release? What's going on? If I can tell us, well, this is really what I want. (laughs)
0: That's, I mean, that's also probably going to happen this weekend with San Diego comic-con starting, uh, today. Yeah,
1: I think that's happened now happening now.
0: Yeah. Uh, So again, with the timey wimey stuff, but uh, the thing is, you know, we don't know what's going to be released with the movies. We we've here we're hearing that Black Widow is in production and Mm -hmm. I've seen some photos that would suggest, yes, indeed, Black Widow is in production. Uh, There there's the talk of Shang-Chi, which is in pre-production, but the way they're talking about is heavy pre-production. Then there's the Eternals that they're also talking about. Um, And then uh, Thor (laughs) four. What? Uh, Yeah. So I saw, uh, and and this is again, let's wait and see what happens with San Diego comic-con. But um, how do you say the director's name? Taika Waititi. That's the one. He is, was meant to do a live action adaptation of Akira the uh, Uh anime and the manga uh, series. And he is not now because he is going to be doing Thor four. That's what they're saying. So, yeah. So you say what, well, of all the sequels to do, um, that's really the only one from the existing (laughs) movies, at least of the original set that uh, yeah. Thor he's, he's heading off into the, the galaxy. And with the guardians of yes.
1: the
2: galaxy, I was going to say, yeah. guardians are, are they're in pre production, they have yeah, a director
0: and a script, so, I mean, they have a script a that's script. done and approved. Yeah. Um, and so would so, Thor 4 be maybe that's the sequel to Guardians 3? Who knows?
1: Maybe
2: so. so um, is Far From Home, uh, where is it in the scheme? Is there going to be another Spider Man movie under the MCU banner, or
0: uh, contractually, yes. OK, and 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 so that's something that there is going to be one more, at least that Disney and Sony work on together. OK, they might extend that relationship, but that's that's the original deal.
1: OK, so what do we have for the next slotted? We don't have a title yet, but what do we have for the next
0: release date? That's what I was just trying to look up. Um,
1: oh, OK.
0: Yeah, so this is what Phase 4 starts with. Whatever is next is going to be the first in Phase 4 because Far From Home is meant to be the final in Phase 3.
1: And to be fair, it feels like a coda. It feels like an epilogue. It feels like a post-credit scene. I mean, it does feel like it's pushing you forward to, hey, what's next? But it also feels complete.
0: It's pushing you forward, yes, but not much. I mean, no, it's its no. own thing and it is absolutely uh and we'll we'll talk about it, but this is the end of Iron Man's story. Yeah, it's the second chapter in Spider-Man's story, but this is the end of Tony Stark's story. This is the mm-hmm. the epilogue where everyone's, you know, remembering him. This yes. this movie is almost more about Tony Stark than anything else.
1: Are you are are we diving into spoiler territory? Do we need the organ? Samantha, you got the organ anywhere?
0: No, no, that's Ben's territory. Ben has the organ. I I do, and I I don't know if I'm going to play it or not. Um, But let's (laughs) before I do though, uh, May May first, 2020 is a Marvel Studios movie.
1: Okay, so so something whatever whatever it is has to be closer to being done them being started right now.
0: Yeah. The second if
1: they're going to release something May 1st. I mean, really? How many months away is that? It's like 11 months away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is a long time. When, when it comes to it, they're only doing two no, MCU movies next year. 2020 gets two. It's May 1st and November 6th. That's it. OK. Mm.
1: I mean, and that makes sense. Because and, we don't know, there's nothing slated, right? We don't have a lot of production. I'll bet you Black Widow is May, and um, Thor or Guardians is November.
0: No, Guardians uh, has been pushed back partially because um, James Gunn is doing Suicide Squad two for DC. It sounds like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so, I so yes, Black Widow is the front runner for May. Then they're talking about The Eternals is the predicted one for November. And then February 2021, that's when they're talking about Shang-Chi. And May 2021 is another date that they have. July 2021. And I don't know if we want to go further than that. November 2021. So then we're okay. So in 2021, we're getting back into three movies a year.
1: Also, later this year, we have a Disney plus uh, streaming thing happening with
0: in in November. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Launch titles of what was I know.
0: It's a Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier is the first MCU title. Yeah. And the Mandalorian will be the Star Wars title that launches with that.
1: So, I mean, so we will have something in November
0: yeah yeah you're right you're right yeah a long movie i mean because they're talking about those series as being you know like a movie rather than you know 22 episode episodic uh season it's it's an eight episode you know
1: it's an eight hour movie yeah like like luke cage was an eight hour or 10 hour movie on on netflix
0: but yeah we're we're it's two movies next year, though, and we'll just have to to wait and see. I'm expecting that we will know what's happening in 2020 and probably 2021 uh, after this weekend. And so I'm I'm excited it, to see what happens with this San Diego. weekend.
1: Or do you think it's going to be D23, which is well later it, this month, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just that uh, Marvel Studios is doing a Hall H presentation. All right, OK.
2: When is that the Hall H presentation?
0: I don't know. I don't know when it's actually going to happen over the weekend. It, it just they haven't done one. At least last year they didn't do one. And
1: when as, they do one, your your Twitter feed or your Facebook feed is going to explode,
0: and you'll know. Right, so, okay. right. And and so I think I think that conversation topics for that will be the Disney Plus stuff. Um, it will be movie release stuff, and. And it might be that Hulu darkness stuff that they were talking about. I don't know if you remember they uh, were talking about the Ghostwriter series on on Hulu and the hmm. Hellstrom series. And oh, it seems like there's one more kind of, oh, maybe Moon Knight. I can't remember now. I think it was Moon Knight. I
1: think I remember it being Moon Knight.
0: Yeah, so but whether that happens or not, you know, we'll, we'll know soon ish. But I have a feeling it will be this weekend that it happens. That's my feeling. It may not be. It may be D- D6 or whatever.
1: D23. Yeah, That's
0: whatever. Which it makes
1: sense <laughs> because that's uh, that's when uh, he did the big panel for the whole. That's when he announced like Humans was going to be a TV show rather than the movie and all that was at D23 a couple of years ago. So being a whole Disney property thing. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Uh, which, by the way, recently, I think in the last week or two, um, I did see some things pop up on my feed about how Inhumans would have been released in the last week or two as a movie. Based on that original timeline hmm. when they were predict, you know, they were telling this is what's going to happen you know, over the next three or four years. Um, right. So, I mean, we're talking years ago that this was a intended date for one of their movies. Hmm. But it ended up not being. And it became something else, which I'm trying to find a way to show in humans to my kids. And it is not convenient. I, I think you have to buy each episode on Amazon Prime. Like as a, a digital, yeah. thing. it's not a, you can't stream it anywhere. You can't buy it like on disc. I'm, I'm not sure my kids. Who cares if they don't watch it? It's not like they're going to miss out on the whole inhuman storyline from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, but you know, if
1: in, if anything, it's going to be doubling up all that information. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, anyway, it was
1: just have just really just have him watch Discovery season two and get a better Onsen Mount.
0: Oh man, performance! He was so amazing. He was the best part of Inhumans. But, he was, but he was also the best part of Star Trek Discovery, and that was really he good. Was it was he was. All right. Well, we have reached a point where I think we need to start talking about this movie. Let's, I guess, start without spoilers. I don't know. It's it's been a couple of weeks since the movie came out. So, no, not even a couple of weeks. It's been like three or four weeks. I mean, it, it's, it's been, been a while.
1: Almost a month. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. no, it's been
0: two weeks. But still, I mean, but, yeah, two but, weeks.
1: But precedent dictates that we should probably do spoiler free. Then we go into the spoiler. All right, policy. all right. We'll do
0: it. We'll play the spoiler organ for you uh so spoiler free and
1: the listener
0: <laughs> spoiler free let's give us a star rating how much did you like far from home and in broad strokes what would you think of the movie
1: i give it four webs cuz i liked it and i enjoyed it and it was a good if you've watched all these movies which you have cuz you're listening to this and you Walked out of end game jubilant, but also like like you ate a big dinner and just very full. This was a great dessert. That's mm-hmm. my that's my four star review.
0: Sorry, I got distracted there. I've got a appropriately enough. I have a spider that is weaving <laughs> a web uh, by my filing cabinet right here. Appropriate enough. Appropriate enough. Just as you, I noticed it as you said that you gave it four webs. So, yeah, that's cool. All right, four webs. Samantha, what about you?
2: Hmm. What can I say that's not a spoiler for this movie? Because I am just thinking of specific things, and they're all spoilers. Uh, How to rate this? Um, Four and a half out of five web swingings across New York City.
0: OK, and I, I go with a solid four out of five stars and they're just stars. I'm not being real creative about it because um, I don't feel like being creative. And my my general feeling about this movie is that it's. Yeah, like you said, Stuart, you've seen these movies. You like these movies. You'll watch this movie. You'll like this movie. So now the
1: reason I didn't give it five stars. Yeah, I don't know if you haven't seen all these movies and specifically Endgame. Does this movie resonate well with you? That's going to be my one little caveat. If you have not seen Endgame, I'm not sure you should see Spider-Man yet. True. I I I would agree. agree,
0: too, mainly because of spoilers more than anything else. Does it resonate? No. Does it make sense? Yes, they explain everything. Yeah, they explain everything that happens, but you're not going to yeah appreciate certain things as much as you would if you have been following for, you know, 10 years or 11 years. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I give it only four out of five is that there the first half of the movie was kind of a slog for me. And I was actually not really enjoying myself too much at in, in the first half. It was funny. I was laughing, um, but it was getting away from the versal limititude that I expect from MCU and stepping more into sitcom territory. And, and it just wasn't, it wasn't until the second half of the movie where I was like, Oh, okay. All right. I'm liking where this is going now and things are moving and happening whenever it was, I mean, it's a road trip movie, you know, it's far from home. They're, they're on a road trip and whenever they're, they're focusing in on the road trip stuff and the goofiness of the class, it's funny And I'm okay with it, but I'm not super engaged with it. It's when they get into relationship stuff and superhero stuff that I'm like, okay, now you got me. And that's really the heavy superhero relationship stuff happens later in the movie when. And and so by the end of the movie, they won me back. But at the beginning of the movie, they had to work at it. And that's after they got a huge belly laugh from me in just the first 40 seconds.
1: Huge belly laugh because. Do you think that might be because you are looking for a Spider-Man superhero movie?
0: Yes, I'm looking for a Spider-Man superhero movie, not a Disney Channel teen movie. (laughs) And that's so you don't
1: want to see any descendants. uh,
0: No, no, I'm I'm talking more like the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody or whatever. Oh,
1: no, I mean,
0: mm, that's where I'm feeling like the. All the shenanigans of the student We'll get into it. We'll get into it when we can talk spoilers. But, wow.
2: I mean, that sounds really harsh to me because I felt it was a good follow through following the John Hughes influence on Homecoming.
0: Yeah, but we moved from John Hughes to Family Ties and Silver Spoons. I mean, this is sitcom stuff. This is not um, – it's not teen drama that happens to be funny. It's mugging for the camera It's um, stuff that's not very realistic uh, that it's in a sitcom. You accept that teachers would be like that inept, you know, but if you're watching a movie that's supposed to be kind of realistic, then suddenly you're like, well, wait a minute. You know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is all about taking these superheroes and putting them in the real world. And now we're kind of coming back to the other side of that, where we have Thor Ragnarok. Everything's a punchline where you have. Uh, Joss Whedon doing Avengers and you're like, well, that's that's good. And then Age of Ultron and it it just takes it that step further of the Joss Whedonization of things to say, you know, every single moment that could be an emotional moment has to have a juvenile punchline behind it so that you can't get too emotional, can't get too true with your emotions because heaven forbid. And this is kind of taking it that step further where it's not even as sophisticated as a Joss Whedon thing. And we'll talk about it, but that's again second half of the movie. Um, we're getting back in the swing of things, and it feels like we're back into huh, swing of things. It feels <laughs> like we're back into MCU, and it's it's a different uh, different situation.
1: I will, I will uh, concede your point. I, I I don't know if I agree with it, but I do see it, and I do think I understand what you're saying. So, and it's I hard to talk about get,
0: without spoilers. So,
1: yeah, and I think we should get into. Is everybody okay with getting into that? Spoiler territory? I'm totally okay Mm -hmm. with it. Oregon?
0: I was going to skip it altogether. I I think this
1: is another moment
2: where once again I enjoy something and then Ben comes in and (laughs) tears it apart. I'm like, oh, great. (laughs) Because I liked the movie. I really enjoyed it. I thought Uh, it was fun. I did too. Let's talk about it.
0: I did too. So I'm going to play the spoiler organ though and now we can, you know, yeah, get into it a little more. Spoilers. 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 Okay. So now we can talk about it all. And I'm just Mm going to say those teachers were so dumb and unrealistically dumb. And they really, really took me out of the movie. And the way that they, you know, first of all, you should probably have a couple more adults with a group that size. uh, second of all the way that they just don't even engage and they're just they're fools they're fools now yeah, and- that said my son who has had a year of public school as his junior year said yeah that's pretty much accurate and i'm like well no <laughs> no it's not they <laughs> are also those guys also would guessing. be you're fired a- <laughs> if they did well- anything close to that
1: Let's let's be realistic. I mean, how many how did either of you go to Europe for your summer vacation on a summer tour? No.
0: Well, no, but I didn't go to a fancy fancy science school either. The I did. It was was college, but I did go on trips to Mexico and trips to California. I did go on trips that were specialized trips for things Uh, in high school. I didn't get to go on the trip to the Dominican uh, because Mm -hmm. other people were going on those trips, but they had people who were trustworthy, like the principal should probably be fired for sending those guys with that group. I mean, it just, it broke things down for me a little bit too much where it was. Yeah. If it's a sitcom, yeah, you go right along with it because it's meant to be stupid and not quite real. Urkel is going to do what he's going to do. And you're going to laugh at it, even though, you know, yeah, that's not real, you know? And, (laughs)
2: I wish my mother had seen this movie because she works for a science based high school and like like a, a magnet school. And a few years ago, she went to Europe with a group from that school and they went to Rome and Venice and they had a great time. Um, so she will never see Far From Home because comic book movies are not her thing. But I wonder what she would say about this movie and about those teachers. Um,
0: well, I mean, I... I I didn't teach at a science school, but I taught high school for years. And mm-hmm. it's it, those people, they would be fired. In fact, my band teacher, who I only had for a summer because I ended up going to a different school, but I, I marched in band with this guy. I didn't go to band camp, got fired, though, because he was an idiot like these guys. He was. Uh, you know, he threw water balloons into the girl's dorm with the guys because he wanted to be cool. Like the guys, you know, you get fired for doing the job, the way that these guys are doing the job. I and actually
2: agree. It, I agree it, with that much. It,
0: and so that, that part just kind of took me out. Um, and, and some of the other stuff where it was shenanigans, you know, and like accidentally calling the drone drone strike on, um, on the the guy who was you know wanting to be with Zendaya uh um, with MJ. Um But
1: that's but that's classic Peter, Peter Parker though.
0: It was until he said, "Look, baby goats." and it worked and everyone looked and he was able to like the it's just they take it one step too far into sitcom territory for me. Uh, I I want to stress that. It was for <laughs> me. A little bit too far. Is it fun and funny? Yes. Did I laugh? Yes. And I especially laughed the, the, the follow-up punchline to that. I really laugh when I like your new look, you know, he's got the glasses and the windswept hair, you know, mm-hmm. that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. So that punchline is funny. Yeah. I'm laughing. I'm just saying now, okay. You know, this is why it wasn't engaging with me until we get to the part where Mysterio finally reveals what his, what his plan is. Oh. And, and we get into the part where Mysterio uses Mysterio powers to create illusions for Spider-Man that are straight from the comic book. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's just it's just cool stuff there. And so before we get into that, what was your big belly laugh in the first 40 seconds? Getty images. <laughs> so <laughs> so the, yeah. the tribute video starts playing and they're doing mm-hmm. I will always love you. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, Oh my gosh. And, and, and then you realize, yeah, high school cheesy. And yeah, this is perfect. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Um, Now it's setting up what the kind of movie is going to be that we're going to get into, but it's doing it so well that you've got this video with the stock footage and, and then they have the watermarked graphic. Not enough to pay. Not enough. Like they used it, but they didn't want to pay for it. Right. Right. They probably could have paid for it. They but they didn't want to because that's I don't what, know. you know, and Getty images are pretty
1: expensive. So, I mean, let's be fair, but they probably could have gotten some educational use out of it or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the point being, that was hilarious. And I was yes. I, I belly laughed at that point. And so that set me up for like, I'm going to be laughing. This may be a good time. And then slowly the first act started winding out. And I'm just like, oh, no, maybe not as much.
1: <laughs> I appreciate how they explained like the blip and the entire end game movie, like how they, um, you know, how they explained, like people came back five years and they were five years older and all the, all that sort of stuff. Um, that was really well done. I thought, yeah. and it was good to explain it from that point of view, rather than trying to explain it from an adult point of view. If that makes any sense.
0: Well, yes, but you also get it from an adult point of view with um, uh, Aunt May's fundraiser for displaced people. And, yes. and she says, I, the you know, the people when I came back, the people living in my house thought I was a ghost. You know, mm-hmm. and so you're getting these kind of personal stories. And yes, we're not getting a, a whole TV series about it or something like that. But we're getting some really interesting, just quick shots of what did it look like for people to come back? hmm. And
1: and that it was an instant, right? It was.
0: Yes, for the people who disappeared. Some, yeah,
1: yeah, an instant for some, but an eternity for others, and that was really cool. And I wonder if that's going to be something. I don't think it's ever going to be a, like a, a. I don't think we're ever going to see a movie set in that time frame. Although that'd be very interesting, but I do think we're going to have like callbacks, like the incident in New York. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. You're going to have just tiny little bits of, yeah, I was away for five years. No, you weren't. <laughs> you know, that, those sorts of things.
0: Yeah. Well, and then then you had the guy's wife. Now, that was funny. The, the teacher's wife who pretended to disappear. And they had a funeral for yeah. her and everything. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, okay, yeah, that, that was funny. And that's, again, this is my personal preference here. That's not pushing it too far. You know, that's mm-hmm. the guy's a doofus, but he's not an idiot, you know, and and I mean, this is a guy who's teaching at this school. The, actually, these two guys are they're teaching at the school. They are not uh, they are intelligent men, you know, but they were also set up to be doofuses in the
1: in and homecoming too.
0: Yeah, yeah, they were. the. I, I they feel like it wasn't this kin- bad,
1: but yeah, you're right. I, I mean, it probably was this bad. I just remember, like the and yeah. I think the other thing was it was in small doses, like it was only <laughs> yeah. on the trip to Washington. And then, like, okay, he was funny. He's kind of an idiot. He's out, you know. But in this, you have the whole thing. The part that really took me out of the movie, and I thought was only played for laughs, was the um when when he's trying on the suit from Fury. Um, and, and the beautiful buxom blonde is in mm-hmm. the, uh, is in, like, really, we got to do this. Okay. Oh, somebody's walking in on him. ah oh, now there's, you know, it was only for the, it felt like it was only to set up that, that drone strike thing.
0: Well, it, see, here's the thing. This is where it's walking a line now for me between classic Spider-Man misunderstandings, you know, and all that mm-hmm. kind of thing and misunderstandings that come from being a superhero that look like something else. And, and yeah, that's sitcom territory. And so the, the way that he was caught was a completely like, I don't know why, why was he so close to this woman? Like he's taking (coughs) off his clothes. Why is he right next to her and like using her to balance himself while he's taking off his drawers
1: for a a plot reason? That's the problem. It was Um, only so that he would get caught.
2: During that scene, I noticed that there was a back room with a curtain covering the door. I was like, why didn't he just go back there? And I knew that the only reason why he was standing there in front of this woman undressing was so someone else could walk in on them.
0: But can I give you my theory about why she was so demanding in that moment? Because that's the thing. She kept pushing and saying, now, (laughs) take off your clothes now. I think she was a scrawl. I think that that's Ah. uh, that's why she was so, I don't know, socially maladjusted (laughs) to demand that he take off his clothes now. That's the only thing I can think of now, if
1: you say it that way. But as far as like in the moment, there's no reason.
0: Well, okay, so there's the reason for her to say, just do it, just do it, just do it. Uh, There's no reason for him to be leaning on her. (laughs) There's chairs and tables right there. If he he needs to take off his socks, sit down on a chair and take off your socks. Don't lean on her with your pants half down, uh, you know, but it created the photo. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's one of those things where I think that I think that I've expressed my problem enough that this is (laughs) uh, part of the, you know, it's, it's, it's a big part of expressing what my problem was. And. You know, I I feel like I'm getting way too negative on this movie. So I want to talk more about positive, Mm -hmm. um, but I don't necessarily want to cut you guys off if you do have more (laughs) negative. No, I I think I think I'm pretty
1: satisfied with. Like you said, once we get to the part of Mysterio and, and sort of what his motivations are, what his true motivations are, I think it actually turns the corner and becomes something. Uh, serious and kind of worth, worth exploring.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, so, I have an
2: argument why we needed the comedy. Okay. After Endgame, game, we needed something to laugh at.
1: The, very true.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. I agree fully. Um, you know, we got after, uh, I mean, after infinity war, what did we get? Ant-Man and the wasp. Ant-Man. Yeah. I mean, that, and and there was some of the same kind of problems there where there was some goofy, goofy, goofy stuff. I just didn't feel like we had stepped into clown shoes there. And here I feel like we have kind of stepped in some clown shoes. But the clown shoes come off for mm-hmm. some superhero boots. So there's that. But but you're, you're exactly right, Samantha.
2: Yeah we, yeah, we did need that laugh, especially after losing um, Tony Stark the way we did. Um, and Cap's definitely retired, but we're supposed to pretend that he's dead or maybe he has passed away since the end of Endgame because this movie is supposed to take place eight months after the events of Endgame.
0: Yeah, but, um, I mean, as far as as Cap is concerned, the man he was when Endgame ended and the man he was, well, no, the man he was when he stepped on the machine and the man he was when Endgame ended you're not going to confuse the two you're not sure you know so yeah yeah, him being dead i think is a very very plausible story the the guy just doesn't show up again after endgame and Mm. yeah i I think that that's that's believable um also black widow it's interesting she at, at the time of uh winter soldier was still working in the shadows as a spy and then winter soldier puts her in the public eye as I think someone worthy of getting a tribute, you know, and, and, and then all the work that she did during uh, during end game, during the five years where she's working to help people and, and keep things on track and coordinate the superheroes and stuff like that. Um,
1: getting emails from raccoons.
0: Yeah. So she's, she <laughs> totally gets, you know, her own part in that, that tribute. It totally makes sense. That she be a part of that. Uh, okay, so let's, okay, let's so talk. want to talk about Mysterio? <laughs> yeah, let's let's do that. Yes, what do you think let's. of Mysterio?
2: I was so, not surprised that he turned out to be a bad guy.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> did you know? All, did you know Mysterio is a bad guy?
2: Yes, from okay. the Amazing Spider-Man animated series.
0: Yeah. Uh, see, my kids, I, I
1: did not know.
0: <laughs> oh, really?
1: Did not know, and I'm sitting there going, "So, I love the I love the the explanation that he's from um, Earth six one six or whatever Earth he's from, and this was six one six or whatever. I love that reference. I thought that was pretty cool. And then he and then he does his amazing, you know, things, and he saves the world again, and that's cool. And then he's in the bar, and he's like, "We're pals." And the whole time I'm sitting there going, don't be bad. Don't be bad. Don't be bad. Don't be bad. Please don't be bad. Please don't. Oh, man,
0: you're bad. Okay, so this is really interesting case study then for me, because most people who are familiar with the comics know he's a bad guy. And so you were able to make it to this movie, not knowing he's a bad guy. And they got you. Is that right?
1: Yes. Yes. I was. Okay, good. I, I fell into the trap. I I don't know if it was like a menace trap, but I fell into it. I, I bought it hook, line, and sink. See, there were
2: were hints before that reveal that said that, well, not just that Mysterio was lying, but there were some other things going on with Fury and, um, with Maria Hill, too.
0: Like, what do you mean?
2: Um, like uh, Fury would not have been so quick to trust Mysterio, the real Fury.
0: Yeah. And see, the reason I was not thinking there's anything wrong with Fury with that was just that we hadn't spent as much time with Mysterio as Fury had. You know, like we're yeah, coming Fury in. Fury spent
2: a, about a week.
0: Yeah. And so we're coming in. OK, Mysterio has had time to convince Fury. And I trust Mysterio-ish. I, I didn't trust Mysterio, but I trust that Fury – Spent enough time that he would plausibly believe Mysterio and see for me, the I twist. Still, the I still big was twist not convinced about that. Oh, well, the big twist would have come for me if Mysterio had turned out just to be a good guy like that was that was the big twist for me is, OK, is he going to not be a bad guy? I'm asking that question the whole time watching that original 1968 Spider-Man cartoon. Mysterio was in there as a bad guy and Mysterio was in the comics as a bad guy. And then, like you said, the the cartoons uh, from from later on and bad guy, bad guy, bad guy. And who's all about illusion. You know, and so when we're seeing trailers and they're talking about Mysterio being a good guy, I'm like, well, he's all about illusion. So he's tricking them. And and then we see the trailers, and he's talking about um, coming from another world. And I'm just like, well, I really don't want a multiverse, but... Too bad. Okay, maybe he's telling the truth. Maybe they're going to trick me. Maybe they're doing this to do a double blind, you know. But they did this with the Mandarin, where he wasn't what he seemed to be. Um, and people didn't like that, because it turned him so much... that He was so different from the Mandarin in the comics that... They had to make a short movie to erase. I was
1: going to say, and then they retconned it. So, yeah,
0: yeah. But with Mysterio, they yeah, they gave us a nice reason to believe, Um, although I don't know, facial recognition. Why wasn't he, you know, maybe they didn't run those those uh, tests on him or anything like that. But I mean, the guy worked for Tony Stark. Um, And and so, yeah, but I'm I'm with it. You know, I'm 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 OK with with uh, Fury being tricked because Mysterio is all about tricking people like that's that's his one main thing from the comics.
2: But here's where I have the problem. Mysterio arrives and I'd say probably within a 48 hour period, Fury calls Peter. And Peter doesn't respond for about a week, mm-hmm. which is almost the time frame that, um that Mysteria has had his big debut with um, Shield or this version of Shield, however you want to cut it. Um, I just yeah, and you you said again facial rec- recognition. Well, plausibly, since these are former Stark employees, they could have hacked into that, oh, knowing yeah. the
0: system and erased it.
2: Yeah, or they could have used their the technology, the illusion technology that they have to cover that
1: up. Well, if he's from an alternate universe, because that's what he purports
0: to be. Right. His
1: face could look like anybody we want.
0: That's true. He yeah. could be the alternate version of that guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Right. Here's here's he the thing. I I'm with. Yeah, yeah, Um, I am with Nick Fury. I'm accepting that Nick Fury has accepted Mysterio. I are there problems there? Yes, because we don't know his plan yet. Um I think once we start finding out what his plan is and how he's doing it, that it becomes less likely that that fury would go along with it, but then we get to the end we find out it's not fury anyway so why was why was fury so easily tricked because it wasn't fury that's, that's why true. that's true so story wise I mean the things you're saying samantha are are possibly there like intentionally. That, they
2: are there intentionally.
0: Yeah, because and, and I, this isn't I Fury. I will
1: concede that.
0: I will concede that. I, w- I think, you know, looking
1: back, he he's cagey. He's not open. He's open to Peter, but not anybody else. I mean, he comes, he, he buddy buddies up to Peter pretty quickly. I mean, all of these things are classic tropes. I'm realizing it at the exact right time that the filmmakers want me to is what I'm doing. And so to that end, I I say bravo because I think that there's more people like me who haven't had, well, maybe not, but someone who has never seen any of the Spider-Man cartoons or anything like that. I don't know who Mysterio is.
0: Yeah. Well, my kids even heard me talk about how Mysterio is a villain from the comics and they still didn't catch on that. He was a bad guy in this movie until the revelation.
1: And And that's because we love Jake Gyllenhaal.
2: Yes, actually. Can I half wish that he took over from from Tobey Maguire when he couldn't do? He almost did not be uh, almost was not able to do Spider Man Two because he had a back injury, but he was able to fulfill that. So Jake Gyllenhaal didn't have to take over, which actually is fine. But
0: but you guys are right. I mean, the guy is a nice. When I say nice looking, I don't mean handsome, although he is. I mean, he looks like he's a nice guy and he talks like he's a nice guy. He's got a nice guy voice. And, you know, And when
1: was the last time you saw him be a bad guy? Let's see. I don't know. My point is he's not cast as a bad guy.
2: Oh, gosh. What is that movie with where he's hallucinating the the rabbit? Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. I mean, have you seen Donnie Darko? Is I've that seen.
1: Don, is that Jake Gyllenhaal?
0: It is, yes. yeah. But that movie is also playing to the fact that he looks like a nice guy.
2: Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, sub- it, it's using that. Right. Yeah.
0: And, and in this one, what's, what also was interesting, um, I mean, my my kids were surprised when he turns out to be a bad guy. They were surprised about that. But the other interesting thing was when he takes the glasses from Peter and puts them on and he has a look. where He's kind of Robert Downey Jr. Ish, you know, yeah. and, and when he puts the glasses on and looks up, my daughter next to me went. Oh! And, and I knew exactly what she was thinking. She she was caught up in that moment. And here is a guy. Yeah, he's buddy, buddy, but he's a little bit more than buddy, buddy. He's taking the role of mentor in a time when peter has just lost his mentor
1: exactly he is playing he is he's playing peter for a fool totally. very much so oh yeah but he's also taking advantage of him because peter's a young kid
0: a young kid and who nope. is still emotionally dealing with the loss of his essentially his father figure mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, it's it's I feel like this is the part where things start getting interesting. We're seeing relationship Absolutely. stuff. And we're seeing, you know, and and you know, I'm I'm enjoying the, the shenanigans. I'm enjoying oh the um uh Betty Brandt and uh Peter's friend. Uh, Blanked on his name.
2: Um Ned please. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh Betty and Ned and their relationship, I'm laughing at that stuff. I'm going along for the ride. Uh the the MJ and Peter stuff. Um, I'm glad that that's happening, and they're they're doing it well. And and then this stuff starts happening, and it's he, this is where okay, yes, the personal side of Peter's life, which is all the high school shenanigans, and the superhero side of Peter's life, come into conflict, and that's what makes a good Spider-Man story mm-hmm. for yes. me.
1: Yes,
0: and yes. and so that's yeah, the second half of this movie, it really picks up for me, and it really brings me in, and it makes up for what I didn't like in the first half, which is not everything that I I didn't, I didn't hate everything. uh, But it was enough that I wasn't. It's
1: contrasting. It's juxtaposing his, his superhero life against his, um, against his like teenage trying to be teenager life. And it's, I think it's done purposefully. And I think that moment that he puts on the glasses and becomes, you know, Tony Stark for a second. And then snaps his fingers and Stewart in the theater is going, don't be bad. Don't be bad. Oh crap. Yeah. You know, I think that happens. That's supposed to happen on purpose because you're right. Once that happens, the movie changes. It's a 180 degree difference. Well, it becomes it, a Spider-Man movie. Yeah.
0: Well, cause here's the other thing that makes it Spider-Man for me. And this isn't every villain for Spider-Man, but a lot of villains for Spider-Man are people from his life mm-hmm. who are, you know, best friend's dad is a bad guy and <laughs> and Aunt May's boyfriend is a bad is guy and not his...
1: in this time, <laughs> not this time. Yeah,
0: no, but say. but um, in the comics, you know, where where Dr. Octopus dates Aunt May. Oh,
2: that's right. I've OK. Heard about that. And so
0: it's it's personal life. Superhero life, you know, and
2: read that because that's got to be an awkward situation.
0: <laughs> and and you have uh Kurt Connors, the, the lizard, you know, who is one of his professors. And, and so you have all these different things. And it's not everything because if it was everything, that'd be a little too much for me. <laughs> but um, but it's it's these metaphorical things and these literal things. And then you have, yeah, his mentor here turns out to be a bad guy. Who... And
1: and it's someone he, you know, it's not, not even a mentor. It's a friend. It's someone he, it's a comrade at arms. It's someone he can relate to. It's another masked superhero. Yeah,
0: right totally.
1: Who, because he doesn't have, let's face it, you know, Tony had Cap. Thor has Mjolnir and Loki and all of his friends. I mean, everybody has people they can talk to. That Peter can relate to their it.
0: state, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Peter doesn't. I mean, he's a he's a 17-year-old kid who's supposedly been bitten by a spider who has superpowers. I mean, he can't tell anybody. Except Aunt May. apparently. Mm.
0: Well, and now and everybody.
1: Yeah, yeah, right.
2: And let's hope that Happy kind of relents off of being kind of dismissive of Peter because I think...
1: I, I feel like at the end of this movie, he is totally... Not doing that anymore. True, and well, especially
2: since he wants to get on Peter's good side, since he's dating Aunt yeah, May. Right. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. How do you how do you guys feel about that that turn?
0: Well, it's part of that awkward superhero life, personal life thing. You know, there's yeah. that. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't really care about that. That's. I think
1: it's an organic thing. I think. Um, I mean, Aunt May has to date somebody because yeah. heaven knows Uncle Ben can't die again. Yeah. Um, and, and, and Happy's a reasonable person for her today.
2: Yeah, and plus and he's not going to turn into
1: Doc Ock. That you know of. That I
2: know of, true.
0: It's true. We have not seen Doc Ock in this universe yet.
2: Well, um, Doc Ock, it's his name because he, he or she, if you're watching into the Spider-Verse, was a doctor, a scientist. <laughs> Happy is a security guard and a personal assistant.
0: Anybody who's going to rob banks with mechanical arms, if they're already are following that moral path, then they can also <laughs> call themselves a doctor without actually having a doctorate. I True. mean, it's just
1: also, I mean, happy <laughs> and happy and Aunt May could break up too. Let's be honest.
2: Yeah. And, but you still would be able to relate to, to happy.
1: I what I'm glad about is that happy became a father figure for Peter or a, a good uncle or something for Peter um, in, in this movie. I mean, he was a, a good friend at the very, very least, you know, Yeah. Um, especially in the end when he's like, I got the perfect song for it. Yes. There's the joke, whatever. But you know, that like, I went, Oh, it's the song. It's, it's the ACTC
0: song. Well, and that's, that's a great moment too, where he, he gives him the pet talk. And then Mm -hmm. Peter turns around and does the thing. And as he's doing the thing, he's looking like Tony Stark. So we have Tony Stark's legacy. That's where it's Tony's movie Mm -hmm. still kind of, but the legacy of Stark is happening right there. And happy gives that look, just that look that says, Mm -hmm. yep, look at you. Uh, Here's the thing I wanted to discuss a little bit. Tony Stark. Okay. So we don't get the origin story. We don't get the bit spider. We don't get the, uh, not the bit spider, the spider biting. (laughs) we don't get the seeing uncle ben die and the great with great power comes great responsibility kind of uh of a lesson or whatever or whatever it is um we do see acknowledgement of uncle ben with the initials on the suitcase yes. as as he's packing up uh and taking his old school suitcase with him but we What makes this all interesting is that Tony Stark really, in some ways, is the Uncle Ben of this Peter Parker story. Uh, Tony Stark is the one who is giving Peter superhero moral guidance and then getting killed in the process. And then Peter is living up to the legacy of this man who has taught him so well. You know, the – Tony never says it, but he might as well say to Peter with great power comes great responsibility in all these other things that he's left behind and said to him.
1: So let me ask you this, Ben Avery, comic book writer. Um, how does how does that jive with I mean, are you OK with that? Because I think it's great. I I don't want ever want to see Ben Ben Parker die again. I think that's we've seen that so many times, um, especially and- if you've
2: seen Into the Spider-Verse.
1: Yes, especially if you've seen Into the Spider-Verse. But how do you feel about that? I mean, because Ben Parker dying is one of the key things that makes Spider-Man, Spider-Man. But in this universe, we, as you just described, he's not there. He hasn't died that we've seen. He's not around. We don't know if he's dead. He could be gone somewhere.
0: Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh... I feel like that is missing out on a really important uh, character um, attribute for the character.
1: And but if we've just seen him get propelled in the same way in the same fashion, instead of it being Ben Parker, it's Tony Stark, the result is the same. Yes.
0: It is the same, and if they were to try and do a flashback in Spider-Man, uh, close to home, next episode, next next movie, uh, and and do a flashback of Uncle Ben leaving behind a tidbit of wisdom that's going to help propel him, it's going to feel redundant. It's going to feel unearned, it is
1: absolutely. And going to and feel I think that I think that
0: the Uncle Ben uh, story, if they if they do it, they're going to have to be very very clever and careful. Because and,
1: and don't get me wrong, if anyone on the planet can do that, it, it, it's our friend Kevin Feige.
0: Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I, I'll say this though. I mean, Far From Home is probably in the second, the lower half of of MCU movies for me. And you know, Feige, he's involved in everything. Feige uh, is involved in everything. But you have the guys helming it, and and they're sitcom guys, you know, yeah. and. So can they well, handle that? Maybe, maybe not. But at least in this situation, they're recognizing, hey, we we're handling what we need to handle. And Uncle Ben is not something we need to bring in. And the I radioactive spider is gonna, not something we need to bring in.
1: I don't think we're ever going to see Uncle Ben. If we do see Uncle Ben, it's going to be MCU at Uncle Ben. We're going to see him be, you know, I hate to disgrace him, but maybe like a deadbeat guy, you know, some guy who ran off to the Coast Guard or, or something, you know, did left May and,
0: and went to the French Foreign heart. Legion. Yeah. And...
1: Yeah, something <laughs> like that, right? Um, I don't think we're ever going to see him die because he doesn't need to. We saw Tony die. And that was that hits the right button to get Peter to to become the superhero that he needed to be.
0: Yeah, I I, I think I agree with that. That I would I like to see Uncle Ben? I don't know. I mean, it's the same thing with Batman. You know, how many times can you see um, Thomas and Martha get shot? You know, every movie it felt like for a long while. Right. Um, right. And they then they keep referencing it in every movie after that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, with with the, that's what makes this a little bit interesting with with this take on Spider-Man is that they aren't jumping into those. um those, those big giant cliche tropes.
1: Right. But they're holding back pretty heavily on that. I mean, it's like the first time we saw the spider sense or the Peter tingle. That was pretty funny. Um, was in the, in the infinity war trailer. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was such a downplayed thing that, 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 I'm not, I don't believe they're doing it a disservice, but I'm sure you could probably read it as they're doing, um, you know, the Spider-Man character a disservice. But no, no, no.
0: I I wouldn't, though, just because of what we got for payoff in this. Right. That end scene where he finally trusts himself, finds the power within, closes his eyes and is able to get past the uh, the illusion Mm-hmm. because he's using his spider sense mm-hmm. and that was a great moment where he's going down the hall fighting through and uh, i loved it totally
2: loved agree it. yeah great yeah,
0: moment i really,
2: really love that moment um though the peter tingle i hate <laughs> i hated that phrase
0: I think that's why they said it. I think you're probably hating it for the reason that they used it and also for the reason that other people liked it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, honestly, I liked the insertion of uh, going back to the very beginning of the movie, the insertion of the song, I Will Always Love You. (laughs) I liked that more than the, the phrase Peter Tingle. Um, well, well
0: I really liked that. Though. Like, I yeah, love well, that they used well, that the song. Well, the reason why
2: I said that about, this, about the song is actually that's a really great, strong, powerful song. Except if you live through the time where it was <laughs> climbing up the billboard and all over the radio back, what, in the early 90s? Mm-hmm. It went to the point of, of being really strong and sentimental to camp. And that's how it was played in the beginning
0: that's well, why i loved it's, it so much is yeah. because they were it's, it was camp
1: yeah it's 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 equivalent to at the end of the school year when when they do the end of the end of senior year and they play end of the road by boy cement yes. it's the yes. it's the exact <laughs> yeah. same thing and it's done on purpose and it's yeah. done because
2: it's a cliche. I think that was my senior year song. Of course, it was. Class song. What <laughs>
0: was that other graduation song that actually used the uh, the march? Oh, what was her, oh, I don't. I can't know. remember her name. It was big. It was on the radio all the time. I don't know. Oh, wow. I also
2: remember the uh, the dear class of two thousand wear sunscreen. Oh yes. Yeah. But there's so much truth in that cuz as I get older I'm like I'm all about the sunscreen especially in the summertime.
0: It was uh, uh, graduation by vitamin C.
2: Ah, okay.
0: Which would have been 99. Okay. Yeah.
1: That yeah. was I was old and jaded mm-hmm. by then. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, I I thought the straying away from stereotypical I think the straying away from stereotypical Spider-Man things i.e. not seeing Uncle Ben die not having not calling it the Spidey sense and focusing in on the relationship part of things where he is just a teenager trying to woo a girl and come up with this elaborate plan. Where he meets her at the top of the Eiffel Tower and and, and they share a headphone jack and all that yeah. stuff. Oh um, I really
2: like that. I thought that was a sweet idea. It Just was too bad it was ruined.
0: It was uncomfortable for me because it made me feel – it made me relive times of my life. When, did, did you plan to meet somebody at the top of the Eiffel Tower? No, but plan? I had plans like that, you know. And well, but that's you know, the I, thing that makes it
1: relatable, Ben.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Everybody I, I, did. And I know? went on the, the trip to Mexico that I was talking about, you know, where, and I met a girl, you know, who was on the trip with me. And it was just this really, because we're in this unique place, romantic place. And it was just this situation where I'm just like watching this movie and I was like, oh, man, this is just making me feel all uncomfortable and awkward again. <laughs> And and even more so because that girl was not the person who became my wife, you know. And so it's like I don't want to think about her. So
1: and your wife's looking at you like mm-hmm. no,
0: because my wife's not in no. the movie because she doesn't go to these oh, movies okay. with
1: us. But okay, um, then, then you're safe. <laughs> fortunately, <laughs> I every, the feelings I think... that
0: it brought back were not like all the lovey. You know, this is so unique. And it was all this awkward, like oh, I was such an idiot.
1: But. But I think that's the thing that makes the movie relatable, right, is everybody had those same moments because everybody has had to live through being a teenager.
0: Yeah. And you have these like good responses as well, like the the relationship stuff, especially toward this this part of the movie where, you know, the superhero stuff is starting to really get in the way of relationship stuff. And then you have MJ to totally deflect, you know, the whole relationship mm-hmm. that that. that that Peter is trying to bring up by, well, you're you're Spider Man, you know. Like, does she know? Is does she really think that that's what he's going to say? I, I don't know. Uh, or is she just she, trying to deflect because she doesn't want him to actually, you know, start talking about real feelings?
1: Well, she's also a teenage girl. Exactly. Now I've never I've never been a teenage girl. So Samantha, you might you might chime in here on this, but I think those feelings are are, are as uncomfortable for teenage boys as they are for teenage girls.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, here's here's what it was for me. What Peter was describing that he wanted to do for Mary Jane, get her the necklace and then give it to her on the on the top of Eiffel Tower. I would have loved for that to happen to me. I still would love for something like that to happen to me. Unfortunately, my high school experience was um, the only available people to date that I was interested in were high school boys who were completely inept. So they never would have thought about doing that. Um, As a matter of fact, uh, the most romantic thing a boy ever did for me in high school was to give me a brand new wallet, which I'm pretty sure sure he stole. So, I mean... eh.
0: Yeah, stealing wallets—that's romantic. No, it's not. Okay, Uh, no, it's
2: not. It's not romantic (laughs) at all.
0: (laughs) The point is, the teenage experience here in this movie, in spite of sitcom shenanigans that I complained about, Mm -hmm. still feels very real. Yeah, yeah. So, and
1: it's a nice juxtaposition against uh, this—the serious, quote unquote, um, superhero shenanigans superhero stuff that's happening in this movie as well
0: and it's really cool superhero stuff as far as yeah the mysterio illusions and all of the the drones and all that kind of thing and then you're getting you're getting yes some themes of you know believing things that aren't true and and all that and and it's you know what i it just the end of this movie really really rings true to me It, it worked well The question is it's
1: very topical.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, there's definitely that. But the question is, how about the post credits of the movie? How about the end end of this movie? Did they ring true with you? Because we have two things happen and they both are kind of getting into this whole idea of illusion and nothing is what you think they are. Uh, I mean, Mysterio, not what you think he is at first. He's a friend. Mm -hmm. He's a mentor. He's a villain. You know, and then you have uh, Spider-Man who he's a high school student. But he's a superhero. Nobody knows who he is under the mask until J.K. Simmons comes as J. Jonah Jameson. Yay! Of course, what kind of universe hopping shenanigans. are go- I mean, may- there is a multiverse. We know this now because of J.K. Simmons, but he's there yeah. <laughs> and he outs Spider-Man. It's the opposite of Tony Stark in the first MCU movie saying, I am Iron Man. It's someone else saying he is Spider-Man.
1: So, so before we go on to the next one, if this, if this 12 movies, is it 12 movies? No, 23 movies now, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a little bit more than that, yeah, than 12. Yeah,
1: so 20, 23 movies, I think. It's like I host a podcast or co-host a podcast on these things. Um, 23 movies. If this is all there ever is for the MCU, are we happy?
0: I mean, if this is the end, yes. Yeah, I'm happy.
1: Yes. Like if 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 the MCU movies do not continue, like if they if they, Kevin Feige comes on stage at Hall H in 72 hours and says, "You know what? We're done with the MCU. We're just going to do standalone Marvel movies from now on." I, I'm I'm happy with that. With the yeah, way this sure. ended.
0: Yep, I'm it, very happy. With it that. works. It it's,
1: does work. It does work. Yeah. Uh, and okay. Then. We have one. Of, and then and then we go to the next
0: the, the next post credit. Okay. So this again goes along with that whole. I don't know what this means for the future. I mean, the Spider-Man one. Right. What does it mean for the future? I don't know what that means for the future. And all it means is things are going to get very hairy for Spidey. Mm-hmm. You know, it, for sure. Absolutely. But <laughs> what does this mean? Uh, Fury is in space and he has Ben Mendelssohn playing him on Earth because he wants people to know mm-hmm. he's on Earth. It, this does not tell us anything about phase four. I mean, there there is no clues here other than phase four is going to have something to do with space. Maybe. I mean, the fact that it's Ben Mendelsohn as a scroll would suggest, OK, Captain Marvel is going to be a part of phase four. Uh,
2: oh, another thing that that tipped me off, that something was off with Fury. He didn't want to, the uh, supposed Nick Fury did not want to talk about Captain Marvel.
0: Yeah, well, he no, not not even just didn't. I mean, he says, do not invoke her name like it's, yeah. it's a step beyond not wanting to talk about her. Do not it's invoke you, her name.
1: You are yeah. you are not worthy. Not not allowed. You are not worthy of talking about her.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I mean, there was just I mean, that's not something that Nick Fury would just say about
0: Captain Marvel. Yeah, he would. Yeah. Well, and and there was Why? also.
2: Why would he say something like that about her?
0: I don't know. I, I could see it maybe.
1: Well, it, because he doesn't. Because he, he doesn't like. He doesn't like Peter Parker. Peter Parker's been dodging his phone calls and is kind of a nuisance.
2: But why would Nick Fury, the real Nick Fury say, don't even evoke her name?
1: No, he would say something like, man, he would use a curse word.
2: Uh, That's Sam Jackson, (laughs) not Nick Fury.
0: No, Nick Fury would get cut off in the curse word. Yeah. Because it's a (laughs) PG-13 MCU movie.
2: Yes. But that—that's. I thought that was really odd
1: that he would just. I mean, cause I mean that me, was a good that was a good clue for sure. Yeah.
0: You know what it does though? It allows, it allows Nick Fury to have the wool pulled over his eye about Mysterio. It—that's it, what it sets uh, up for me. Yeah. So. Okay. Um. As far as Phase Four who knows what phase four is going to be.
1: And, and it's purposefully vague.
0: Yeah. Although we might because, know on Saturday what phase four is going to be. So maybe the, the stuff we're talking about right now will be completely out of date, but.
1: Well, no, because at the end of this movie, we didn't know what phase four could be. And I'm going to be true. completely honest. I don't think Kevin Feige is letting anything out of the gate that he doesn't want to let go. He, he is not going to tell us, Anything he doesn't want to tell us. Yeah,
0: This is very interesting moment in MCU time right now. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting with with Disney Plus coming with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. announcing the ending, although mm-hmm. not as many people maybe care about that um, as, as we as much as we do anyway. And then with phase four, is it's done. Phase four is done. This is the perfect coda to what started with Iron Man. That first Iron Man movie.
1: Is it phase four ah, or phase three?
0: Phase three just finished. Phase four is beginning.
1: Right. OK. I yeah. don't remember what I just yeah. said,
0: but yeah,
1: <laughs> I thought you said phase four was done. And I was no, like, no, no, no sorry. No, no. What what earth are you on?
0: <laughs> not so, Earth okay. 616, because 616 is not the MCU. 616 no, is 616 the comic is, book universe. Is, that's right. It's,
2: what the designation for the MCU is um, is Earth dash one nine 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 nine. Mm hmm. Yes, because we
1: learned that from a comic, right?
2: Yeah, and when he said six, when I was in the theater and he said six one six, I'm like, no, it's one nine 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 nine.
1: Oh heavens!
2: No, because one of my earliest <laughs> conversations on this podcast with Ken was the designation number for the MCU. Yes, except I for one that thing specifically:
0: he's from an alternate Earth that might name things differently. That that's would right. be if if he was from an alternate Earth. That's the no prize answer to that Mm -hmm. Uh, but he's not
1: (laughs) so so when when nick fury gets up and he's like let's get to work where are my shoes the only thing i hear i do not hear him say where are my shoes i hear him say where is my super soup (laughs) (laughs) because he's frozen
0: hey we need to close this up so yes any final words about this or anything else that you want to say before we close this episode down, I love the MCU and I'm thankful that we get to talk about it
1: whenever we do. So, Yay. yes, all right.
2: I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful for everyone listening, and I would especially like to thank our Patreon patrons Andrew, Jeffrey, Tassel, zero eight four, Blessed Cheesemaker, and Dre. Thank you all very much.
0: Yes, and we, yeah. I also say thank you, and I, I do just again say this has been fun. We are at the end of phase three, and you know we we don't know what's happening next. We don't know what phase four is going to be like, but we do know this: it's been a long, dramatic, somewhat confusing road. As we draw this year to a close, it's time to move on to a new phase of our lives. And once again, thanks for listening. And I, I will always
1: love you. We'll always love you.
0: Okay.
2: Oh, please put that in the after-credit too, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Later, I guys. I,
1: I, we don't even need to do a post-credit now.
2: I you? think so. <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> Just right. fade
1: this one out. Just pull that slider down. It's happening yeah. right now. Okay. Good
0: night, everybody.